What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset. I'll tell you what, I am coming off of an incredibly relaxing weekend. You know, it's it's going into fall. Well, actually, we're in fall technically, but we've had some nice weather here in Chicago. And so I'm finding myself doing those those wonderful fall things like cooking homemade chicken soup and and uh, just, you know, kind of getting the house ready and, and thinking about the holidays and, yep, even doing a little shopping. Don't hate me. I'm ahead of the game this year. I'm not always this good. And so I am raring to go today on this wonderful beautiful sunny Monday and I hope that you are too whenever you're listening to this wherever in the world you are I hope that it's just been an amazing day for you and we have an amazing show ahead because I have some information that I just think you know it's real eye-opening stuff and 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 hopefully it'll create some sort of a personal wake-up call for you know even just a few of you listening out there because that's always my goal I want to help a lot of people and I'm so happy when I know that I've touched even just one life, whether it's through this show or my articles or in my coaching. And the good thing about the coaching is I know I touch lives. And uh, so hopefully, hopefully in this in this podcast, you're going to hear something important to you today that will will touch your life in a very significant way. So does this describe you? Do you somehow feel more successful, more important, more productive if you're running around multitasking? constantly checking in on social media and email, taking phone calls all day long that don't directly pertain to your own agenda and cutting down on your hours of sleep. Well, we live in a society where all those habits are viewed as necessary, even worn as a badge of honor by people who want to feel and be seen as successful. How often do we brag about how busy we are? And sure, we don't say it like we're bragging, but we say it like we just want people to sit up and notice, oh, yeah, yeah, man, today was a day from hell. I'm exhausted. The phone wouldn't stop. The emails kept pouring in. You know, I only got four hours of sleep last night. Come on, you're guilty. And so is the next guy. And, you know, we don't say those things to make ourselves feel better. We say those things to get attention because we want other people to know just how chaotic our little lives are. Well, let's just stop the madness, folks. Let's stop the madness because that's just counterproductive and it's counterintuitive to success. I think, you know, I know, I don't think, I know that times are changing where, where people are finally getting grounded and understanding the need for a different kind of lifestyle and that they can be even more successful if they just stop that madness. And I, I believe I mentioned on last week's podcast or the week before that uh, just about two and a half weeks ago, 
I went to one of Brendan Burchard's High Performance Academy events. It was a four-day event, and the room was just filled with the most amazing people, 600 people in attendance. And I'll tell you what, it was a different kind of group because all of us have been kind of indoctrinated to uh, Brendan's teachings, and, and we're all on that same page about, you know, really getting grounded in life, understanding what's important, taking care of ourselves. We all teach that stuff. We all live that stuff to the best of our current abilities. I mean, no one is perfect, (laughs) especially not me. We're not perfect, but we do our best and we are aware of the need for change and apply that need and, and, the things we have to do to achieve that change in our life at every opportunity. So you can imagine with a room full of 600 people with that very mindset, how, how charged that room was. Oh, and that's just perfect because that's the name of, of Brendan Burchard's new book, Charge. And uh, he also has a uh, uh, manifesto that he just wrote too. And you can check out both of those for free. He'll send the, you these books for free. Just pay for shipping. I don't know, six bucks or something for shipping. If you just go to brendanbouchard.com. And I'll tell you what, these are both, you know, on their way to international bestsellers like the rest of his books. So this man really, really just wants to spread the word and help people. And so check out those books. It's, I mean, come on, it's going to cost you 12, 15 bucks in shipping for two books. Yeah, check them out. I highly recommend both of them. So one of the really cool things that happened at the uh, HPA High Performance Academy is that Brendan lined up some speakers kind of, um, spontaneously because he didn't know for sure who was going to be in town and a couple of them were just in the audience and he said hey come on up here dude talk to us for a little while so it was pretty cool well it just so happened that ariana huffington the founder of huffington post i think most of us in the business world at least know her uh was there and, and not at the event but down the street speaking and uh, which was an amazing event as well. And so he asked her to come on over and spend some time with us. And I've always respected Ariana Huffington for everything that she's achieved. She is an amazing woman. And now I have more respect for her than I ever had after hearing her talk and hearing her life philosophy and principles. And here's here's how the story goes. On April 6th of 2007, she found herself collapsed in a pool of her own blood. She was in her home office and just, bam, went down and woke up and had broken her cheek and hit her head, and she was just bleeding all over the place. And for her, you know, instead of, I I know at the time, she was frantic. Of course she would. Who of us wouldn't be? I mean, there's no explanation for her passing out whatsoever in her mind, but it ended up being the beginning of like this long discovery process for her. And so she went from doctor to doctor, test to test, you know, how they go, you know, you got to see a specialist. I can't find anything wrong. So let's find something wrong. Go to the next doctor. Right. So she did that. And, and finally her doctor, when she, she came full circle back to her doctor, he gave her kind of an unusual diagnosis. But as I researched it, it's actually something that's out there and it's called civiliz- civilization, civilization, Civilization's disease. 
civilization's disease. There's no cure he could offer for this. What he said to her, and I quote, is it's in your own hands, Ariana. There's no pill I can give you. Civilization's degree disease. Just what, what I was talking about up at the top of the show. You know, you, you want to be successful and productive and important. And so you just drive yourself, your body and your mind into the ground because that's how we've defined it. That's what we believe is going to lead to success. And we're wrong. We're wrong. So Ariana spent some time with us, giving us her honest portrayal of her journey to a life of well-being, wisdom, and wonder. And I'll tell you, she really touched that audience. You could hear a pin drop. She left us with so much to to contemplate about our own lives. And and she said it too, you know, I've always believed this, and, and she really drove it home. She said, quote, we are living in a society where sleep deprivation and burnout are believed to lead to success. Well, and she also said some people succeed despite these things, because I know what you're thinking. Well, yeah, well, Joe Schmo over there, he's the CEO at such and such. And that man, he never sleeps. He's never without his phone. She says some people succeed despite these things, but no one succeeds because of them. Many, many more people would have achieved success had they not burned themselves out. So think about it that way. Don't think about the people you know who are burning themselves out. Think of all the people. Think of the stats on small business and failure. They're astronomical. Think of all the people who didn't succeed because they burned themselves out and how if they'd have taken care of themselves and become more centered and more focused, they would have made smarter decisions. They wouldn't have been living in fear. They wouldn't have been making choices and decisions on an empty tank, and they very, very possibly could have succeeded. So after Ariana's collapse from exhaustion, that civilization's disease, running around like a chicken without a head, exhaustion, she learned to lead a life in a very different style. And I love this quote. I love this because it's just, it it really is so true. She learned that well-being is a practice, not a state. You can live in a state of well-being, but it's a, it's a disciplined practice that gets you there. And it's so incredibly true. And that's what she shared with us. And I'm going to share with you all of the things that she talked about at the High Performance Academy and that she talks about further in her most recent book. Now, all of Ariana books are, are Ariana's books are international bestsellers, New York Times, not Amazon. Very impressive. Her, her most recent one is Thrive, the third metric to redefining success and creating a life of well-being, wisdom, and wonder. And in that book, she shows us a way to a revolution in our con- culture, in our thinking, in our workplace, in our personal lives. And I'm in my column at Inc., which posted last week, it is doing very well. It's generating a lot of social media buzz. Um, 
I called it her personal prescription for happiness and success because the doctor couldn't give her a prescription. So she went out and made her own. And boy, is it working for her. You should see this woman. She is gorgeous. She is sexy. She is healthy. She is happy. She is funny, 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 funny. And you wouldn't expect that. But oh, is she funny? She's charming. She just really, really brings it to an audience and you walk away feeling so inspired because the things that she has to say are really quite simple. And I've already administered some of these changes to my life and I'm going to share that with you when we get back from this break as well. So make sure to check out the columns over at ink.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success, more stability, more happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smarts, strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. This is the TokiNet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And I am really excited to share Ariana Huffington's prescription to happiness and success with you today on the Million Dollar Mindset. So thanks so much for being here. So one of the things that Ariana talks about in her book, uh, which is again, Thrive, her latest book is called Thrive, um, is sleep your way to the top. 
And she doesn't mean that in the way that we traditionally use that statement. Okay. You know, she, one of the things I love about this book is that she cites all sorts of studies and um, conversations with experts and it, all of that is, is in the back of the book and the appendixes and the notes in the back where you can just go get more information on any of this if you don't buy in. But uh, after reading her book, you will buy in. So one of the things that she talks about that is so, so very important, a lot of experts in her book talking about this topic, sleep deprivation drastically impairs our judgment. Yet today we intentionally deprive ourselves of sleep and actually brag about it. Come on, you've done it, right? Come on. Oh, I only got three hours of sleep last night because I had so much to do. Oh, you've done it. And or at least you know someone who says things like that. I have so much to do. I I rarely sleep more than five hours. You know what? You know who said that all the time? You may remember our past president, Bill Clinton. He's always always said that. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I would look at that man and I would say, why does he always look so exhausted? I mean, presidents can look tired, but in my mind, Bill Clinton never, ever looked refreshed. He never looked like he wasn't about to fall over. And then he came out with this, you know, I mean, the man never sleeps. Come on. Of course he was exhausted. He admitted that he doesn't even allow for more than five hours of sleep at night. And and he wasn't shy about saying it. Today, he says, however, and I quote, every important mistake I've ever made in my life I've made because I was too tired. So, wow, you know, he's seeing in retrospect how how wrong he was and how that scheduling what his body needs, whether it's six, seven, eight hours of sleep every night, in spite of the fact of being the president of the United States, is critical. And, you know, if our presidents aren't, are not sleeping as much as their body and their minds need, then I think they're doing us as a country a great injustice because they're going to make stupid stupid decisions. So you will too, and I will too. I'll tell you what, I went through a period of time where my lovely little dog, Riley, my Weimaraner, was waking me up every single night because he wanted to go out in the yard and hunt for bunnies. And he was relentless in the Oh, I mean, I eventually got up because, I mean, I even tried putting him in the closet. I have a big walk-in closet. Don't report me to anyone. He likes it in there. Nothing would stop this dog. And I'll tell you, after three or four days of that, I was hardly functioning. And it was just a disruption of maybe a half hour, 40 minutes of my sleep. I I was still getting a good number of hours of sleep. So I I know from my own experience how important this, this is. There's a study that at Duke University that's found that poor sleep is associated with higher stress levels and a greater risk of heart disease and diabetes. I mean, come on, hello. They also found that these risks are greater in women than in men. So knowing that there are so many risks should be a wake-up call to all of us. You know, and if you're afraid of, of getting Alzheimer's someday, well, then you'll like this a lot. A 2013 study on mice showed that during sleep, the brain clears out harmful waste proteins that build up between cells. Now, this process 
is is known to reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. The brain, they, they liken it to a dishwasher. You know, it just cleans up so much while it sleeps. And the brain performs so many restorative actions during sleep that it can't do while we're awake. And all of these things are important to our health and our, our physical health, not just our mental health and clarity, our physical health. The brain, like a dishwasher, needs time to run, you know, and if we're not giving it that time to perform these these tasks, then they're not happening. And guess what? The dirty dishes just kind of build up and the goo encrusts on and it's disgusting, okay? And if you feel afraid and helpless, well, there's a great British sleep survey that found that poor sleepers are seven times more likely to feel helpless and five times more likely to feel alone. So if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling helpless and vulnerable, take a look at your sleep patterns. Now, that can also mean that you're depressed and you're maybe sleeping more than eight hours a night. And, and this book doesn't talk about that, but that's an issue too. And so it's time to reach out and get some professional help. So there's, there's so much we lose, we learn, lose our aptitude to perform when we don't get enough sleep. In fact, there was another study cited in the book. I think it was a 2011 Harvard medical school study that found that insomnia Costs businesses more than, okay, hold on to your seats, okay, $63 billion a year. Oh, hello, entrepreneurs out there. You're going to want to share this sleep information and the rest of the information you're going to hear in today's show with your employees because, I mean, we're not talking just about corporations here, businesses around the world, $63 billion a year. So those are just a few things touched on and, and that Ariana shared. And I just think there it's, this is amazing stuff to know. And you're, you're far more likely to achieve success and health with a regular bedtime schedule and get some generous sleep. I loved this. I loved what she said. Treat your bedtime like an appointment. You know, most people sleep when they have the time, right? Well, I've got to do this extra work and I'll get to bed when I can, right? No, 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 no. Ariana, I love this suggestion. She says, you treat your bedtime like an appointment with the same urgency and importance that you give your work um, appointments and determine what time you need to get up and count the hours backwards to allow for seven or eight hours of, of sleep, whatever your body needs. So if you have an 8 a.m. appointment, you're going to count backwards eight hours from whatever time, let's say you have to get up at six, you know you need to be in bed by 10 o'clock and you make that appointment with yourself. And just like a flight or an important meeting, your sleep should be thought of as the fixed point of your day and everything adjusted around that. So, wow, is that like the bizarre way end of the spectrum opposite of what you, you, you normally do? It is for me. I go to bed when I feel like it, when I'm done with the things I want to do, but I'm changing that. And I've made an appointment with myself to lay down, lights off, and, and by 10 o'clock, because I'm, I'm an early riser. I'm up anywhere between 5 and 6.30. And you know, I, I actually even schedule at least a half hour before 10 o'clock to, to do some 
some things that are important to me. So here's what's worked for me. And I've been really diligent about this since this conference. I mean, I've always been pretty good at it, but since the conference, I've, I've really taken this to heart and I shut off my TV an hour before bedtime, at least a half an hour. Okay. So if there's some show you like on television, you know, record it, whatever, TiVo it. Okay. Um, if I hadn't been watching TV, I shut down my computer. I, um, end my outings and my conversations an hour before bedtime. Now I'll spend that time doing something really, really soothing, either, either reading a wonderful book about, you know, like a spiritual book or, or something like that. I, I'll journal my gratitude. I only journal on positive things at night. I don't try and solve problems. I will meditate. And I always turn on some this one particular CD. And I just, I love this. It's one of those deep sleep CDs that has the most beautiful music. And I always turn it on when I go to bed and put my head on the pillow. And I, I do some meditation around that and listen to that. And when I do that, there is a notable difference in my quality of sleep than there is from when I do not do that. It is, it's, it's, it's very noticeable. So another important thing, you know, I've always kept my cell phone at my bedside at night and it's always, you know, well, somebody needs me. There's an emergency. I have to be able to, you know what? It takes you 30 seconds to get out of bed and find your phone. So it's now resides across the hall in my office and uh, wow, it's made a difference. And if you don't know anything about electromagnetic frequencies, then you should look that up on the internet and, and start thinking about that. But I can really, really tell a big difference without my cell phone in that room. So get that cell phone out of the room. And that alone has made a big difference for me. Now, here are some of the additional things that Ariana suggests in her book. She says, get a new pillow and a new pillowcase. I'm not sure why, but give it a try. I love my pillow, so it's not going anywhere. Make your bedroom darker and keep it cool. Practice deep breathing before bed, and yepper, I'll attest to that. Try and take a nice warm bath before bedtime. Exercise or at least take a walk every single day. Get out all LCD screens from your bathroom and stay away from, from your bedroom and stay away from them at night. Laptops, tablets, smartphones, TV. Okay. I even cover my alarm clock, uh, the numbers, the time on my clock. Cut down on coffee after 2 p.m. and avoid alcohol. Um, right before bedtime to give the body time to metabolize it. So, you know, yeah, I definitely, if I in, indulge in a couple glasses of wine, it's definitely earlier in the evening. And that does make a difference. During the day to prevent stress from building up, um, you know, you're going to have a harder time sleeping. Every few hours, take 60 seconds of recovery time and and just do something do something that's just like renewing and refreshing. Stop for a quick walk. I like to go out in my backyard. Just 
bring the awareness to the bottom of your feet and ground yourself. Let it stay there for a minute and just feel all that tension leaving your body, drifting away and through your hands and your feet. It is an amazing practice. Try to do that. I mean, do it every hour. Set a little timer or something and and do it every hour and you will feel like you'll get a much better night's sleep. This is Marla Tabaka. We'll be back from this break in a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your High on Life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. States with quality programming. This is Toginet Radio. Spark Your Soul Radio with Ann Phyllis. Perspectives with purpose, insights with heart. The Woohoo Radio Network show for spiritual seekers and fire starters who are ready to stop feeling lost, alone, confused, or blocked and start tuning into your soul speak so you can ignite all areas of your world from your work to your relationships, lifestyle to legacy. Host Ann Phyllis is a spiritual analyst, fire starter, energy alchemist, and soul truth clairvoyant. Using the heart and purpose-based principles of her signature Soul Sense system, Anne offers weekly wisdom for tuning in, letting go, unlocking, and unblocking. If you've been walking through life with excess baggage, a heavy heart, a feeling of disconnection from your inner life, consider Anne your guide to spark your soul journey and reignite your relationships, life, purpose, work, and spiritual consciousness. Every week on Spark Your Soul Radio, Anne takes you on a journey into the heart of your soul sense. There, she helps translate your energy, essence, and soul truth knowing into positive action and change. From this space of personal awakening and transformation, you're able to reignite your spirit, spark your soul, and live in alignment with your vision and values. Ready to spark your soul? Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player. Got a question for Anne? Want to be a guest on her show? Visit sparkyoursoul.me and listen to Anne every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. So much fun sharing all of this great information with you. And um, 
you know, Ariana is definitely somebody you want to follow. She is truly an inspiration. This is Marla Tabaka, and I am so happy to be here with you today. You know what? If you have a show suggestion or a comment or an article idea, whatever, you know, I, I really do enjoy hearing from you. You can email me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. So feel free to do that or just go to my website, MarlaTabaka.com. Go ahead and leave a comment there. I personally see all of those comments, so um, make sure and do that, and and you'll likely hear back from me if you're sane. (laughs) Okay. All right. So Ariana's next point is to reevaluate your use of technology, and she says, and we just all cracked up because she has that lovely, beautiful accent that she has, and she says it's just so kind of flippant. She says, you know, we take better care of our smartphones than we do ourselves, and it's true. We really, really do. The average smartphone user checks his or her device every six and a half minutes. Now, okay, six and a half minutes, whatever. But when you think about that, that is 155, oh, count them, times a day. That is insane. It's insane. And, you know, never mind the tension caused by that overflowing inbox on top of that. This stressful task can actually cause you to hold your breath checking the inbox can for short bursts of time. And it's actually, that condition has actually been given a name by uh, a technology expert and consultant, Linda Stone. Email apnea. You know, when you go into that inbox, like I did this morning and see 168 new emails, you do, you kind of go, and that doesn't come out for a little while. So we do, we hold our breath when we're checking our emails. I, I don't know what it is, but I've been conscious of it and I find that I've done that. So back to those cell phones, you know, at Volkswagen, Employee cell phones. I love this. I love this. And I think all corporations should be mandated to do this. Employee cell phones are programmed to switch off work emails from 6 p.m. to 7 a.m. So employees can unplug after work. I mean, that's just amazing. They cannot. They're incapable of checking their work emails. A growing number of companies mandate that employees take vacations. And I've got a great article on Inc. about that, um, Richard Branson's viewpoint on that. So you'll see that in my list of, of articles. That one, too, was really successful. And remove themselves so that the employees can remove themselves mentally from the demands of work and take care of themselves and their families it's a it's a good rule of thumb to follow so get that cell phone again get that cell phone out of the room at night ariana maintains that one of the things keeping us from our wisdom is our increasing dependence on technology you know if you're being controlled, I can't think of another way but to say it, but being controlled by notifications, ringing, beeping, and that constant need to check your your smartphone and your emails, then you're missing a chance to be present. And we're going to talk more about what that means. But being present gives you access to your wisdom, which is something so many people never even think about, your innate wisdom. That, my friends, is what is going to take you to success and happiness. So I've been experimenting. 
I, when I came home from the conference, actually beginning at the conference, I really started keeping an eye on what drives me to reach for that iPhone, that tablet or my computer, my Mac, whatever. And here's, here's what I learned. <laughs> and I'm not proud of it. But a lot of the times it's out of boredom. I'll be waiting for someone, I'll be, I'll be watching television, even reading a book, and all of a sudden, ding, 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 check your iPhone, grab your iPhone. Oh my gosh, if I don't do it, I, I feel like I'm not keeping my finger on the pulse, you know, I'm not working hard enough, or I'm out of touch, I may miss something. So I started changing it, and I've been doing really pretty good. And, you know, started with getting that cell phone out of the bedroom at night, and that has made a huge difference, not just at night, but when I wake up in the morning, my habit was, you know, I saw it as a way to wake up, okay? I would reach for that phone and check my emails and check my social status. I would look for how many people retweeted me on Twitter, and if there weren't at least 36, I'd be disappointed. And, you know, just crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And now, it took me three days, folks, Three days, and and now I wouldn't even think of doing that. In fact, I don't check my email and my social media status for at least an hour, sometimes two, after I get up. It's, It's amazing, and I feel so much more grounded and happier, I'll tell you. So I love what Brendan Burchard says about email. He says that it's a convenient storage place for other people's agenda. And that is really true. Everything in that inbox, almost everything, save the things that you reached out and requested from others, is about other people's needs or desires. Think about that. Do you really want to live your life by someone else's agenda? No. And he's got uh, in last week, no, this week's article, actually, I wrote about how he deals with his inbox. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's interesting. So make sure and get over there and check that out. Okay. Next, practice mindfulness. So when you think of mindfulness, what do you think of? I thought it was kind of cute because Ariana's um, response to mindfulness mindfulness was, uh, she said that it confused her. And she said, my mind is already full enough. (laughs) But mindfulness is something that will keep you from going absolutely crazy, okay? So it it basically just means being in the present, okay? Science now validates that meditation and other mindfulness practices are much, much more than new age tools. Finally, we've reached that tipping point and more and more people realize that stress reduction and mindfulness aren't only about love and harmony and peace. (laughs) They're also about increasing your well-being and improving your performance in life and work. Meditative practices are not just for enlightenment. And that's not all. There's um, Ariana spoke about, and she speaks about him in his book, um, John Kabat-Zinn and his writings on mindfulness. And he writes that in Asian langu- languages, the word for mind and the word from heart for heart are one in the same. So when we hear the word mindfulness, we have to inwardly also hear 
heartfulness in order to grasp it as a concept and especially as a way of being. In other words, mindfulness is not just about our minds, but about our whole being. When we are all mind, things can get rigid. When we are all heart, things can get chaotic. Both together lead to, both of these things lead to stress. But when they work together, the heart leading through empathy, the mind guiding us with focus and attention, we can become harmonious human beings. And I know that sounds woo-woo, but in, in terms that you might understand it, you can let go of that stress and start making decisions from a very clear place in your head and heart. You can feel better about yourself. You can feel healthier and just overall better, better about life. Through mindfulness, um, he found himself being fully present, and that's why he started really, really, really studying it and working on it. And Ariana Huffington, too, found that she was in the moment, even during the most hectic and chaotic of circumstances. Um, she introduced us to one of her favorite guided meditation resources, and it's by Mark Williams. He's a uh, professor of clinical psychology and director at of Oxford Mindfulness Center. He's also the author of Mindfulness. And you'll find these, they're not really meditations, actually. They're mindfulness practices at this website, franticworld.com, franticworld.com. In fact, there's a really yummy mindfulness meditation there called the chocolate meditation. So make sure that you have some chocolate handy for afterward because you're going to need it. Or if for those of you who are EFT tappers out there, you know, emotional freedom techniques, you'll have to tap on your cravings. So if you can introduce just five or 10 minutes of meditation into your day, or guided visualizations, mindfulness practices, and build up to 20. Anybody, even a type A personality like Ariana Huffington, can learn to meditate, and it will make such a difference in your life. Um, and, and, of course, she provides a lot of resources in the appendix of, of her book, Thrive. So, so another thing that she talks about is, and I like the way she says this, Become time affluent. Become time affluent. Her mother, Huffington made her mother sound like, I mean, she just, her mother was amazing. And uh, Huffington referred to her mother as filthy rich in time because she moved through her days like a child. She was so playful and so mindful. Now, mind you, there was great wealth in this family. So the woman was not a sluffer, okay? She just knew how to live in the present and take time to smell the roses. And she says, Ariana says that this time-rich state is not something that she considers an inherited state. She's learned that there are things you can do to turn your time famine into a feast. So we're going into our final break already, goodness sakes. And when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about that and then about her final tips. And uh, of course, make sure to pick up a copy of Thrive. And uh, it's the third metric to redefining success and creating a life of well-being, wisdom and wonder.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. This is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Are you ready to start rocking that woohoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do. In love, life, and business, she is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we are here today talking about some some tips from myself as well as Ariana Huffington and how you can really actually be more productive while you're living a peaceful, more healthy life and feeling happier and more successful. So we're talking about time and, and what Ariana calls time affluence. And, you know, think about it. Think about it this way. This is something important that every, especially every entrepreneur, every uh, C-suite level, actually anybody who does anything that is important needs to consider this. How do you spend your time? Is are most of your actions directly related to your vision and your goals? Okay. A lot of entrepreneurs are very, very guilty about spending their time in activities that don't produce revenue, don't increase the awareness around their company, and don't directly contribute to the company's wealth and well-being. Okay. You've got to learn to guard your time. 
treat it like a precious gem because it is, it is. And so do an audit of the things that you plan to do. Every day when you sit down and you look at that list that you have hopefully created of the important things going on and what you need to tend to, make sure that you've carefully chosen where you want to invest your physical and emotional energy and be very, very intentional about it. Don't let those phone calls take you off path. Don't let that email box filled with other people's agenda take you off path. Don't stop in your tracks to do something that doesn't need to be done. I'll give you a great example from my my life. Um, the other day, I got an email from a gal who was writing an article, and it, you know it was for a blog. It was for her blog, and you know I like to help people where I can. But um, I get this email, and she asked me to to write a couple of paragraphs for her article. And, you know, my first inclination was, ah, that's so flattering. That's so nice, you know, because she buttered me up for it, of course. And, and, oh, I really want to help her. And then I thought, wait, 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 how does this directly contribute to my vision and my immediate goals? And it didn't. So did I, did I just tell her to go away or ignore her? No, absolutely not. What I did was I took a few seconds to go over to my ink articles and to choose one on the topic because it was a topic that I, I often write about. And I sent her to that article and I wished her much luck and thanked her for contacting me and told her that she is free to pull any of the verbiage from my article and just just um, quote me as long as she points back to the article. You know what? That took me a tenth of the time it would have taken to give thought to writing something new. The resource was there and she was just tickled pink. She was more than happy with that. So, you know, think about how you take action and what you take action on and ask yourself that question over and over. Does this action directly impact my revenue, my vision, my immediate goals? Does it fit in with my values? Does it fit in with what I intend to achieve by the end of the day, the week, the month, the year? If the answer is no, and you can't find some other value in it, then don't do it. Now, I am not saying that we don't take time out to help others, because that's actually our next topic here. We do. It's critical that you help others, but you have to pick and choose whom you help and how you help them. Okay, so had I seen this as somebody that it was somehow very important for me to help at a deeper level, mind you, she was happy with what I gave her, but had I seen that for some reason that I needed to do more for this gal, then I would have put her in that bucket, that bucket of people I want to help, and I would have created time in my schedule later not dropping what I'm doing in order to reach into that bucket and help her out. Guard your time. It is so, so precious. What are your actions, your next steps going to influence? And is that an important influence for you? Is that part of your picture? Is that part of your goal? Make sure that you that you keep an eye on that. So our next and final area of, for discussion here is about giving and about keeping a sense of wonderment in your life, okay? Stop and appreciate the things going on around you. Tap into the gratitude you have for 
the amazing things in this universe. You know, I had a client here in my office the other day who is um, a self-proclaimed pessimist. And he says, don't you think this world is an awful place? I mean, everything is falling apart. There's really nothing much to be happy with. There's not a lot of good going on out there. And I was like, whoa, I see it in direct opposition to how you're, how you are describing it. I don't see it at all that way. You know, it's because I stop and I look for the things to feel that sense of wonderment and gratitude toward. And that changes what is brought into your life and the things that you experience in your life and how you experience them. You know, we are surrounded by daily opportunities to help others and to help our environment, helping others like what I described earlier. And Huffington believes that we have the power to transform our own lives by giving to others. And boy, I am there with her step by step on this one. Um, and I've been doing, taking action on this for years. And it does change your life. Giving back or helping someone else is not just about money, right? Because I hear a lot of people say, oh, everything you give will come back to you tenfold. Okay, fine, fine if it does, but that's not what it's about. It's about tapping into your heart, tapping into your sense of compassion, tapping into a part of you that you don't get to access through your day as often as you should and could. It will just help turn you around in so many ways and it will contribute to your own health. So tap into that stuff. It's, it's not about what comes back. It's about what you're giving out. Caring, empathy, compassion, listening, volunteering, service of any kind, whether it's in your relationships, you know, your friendships, your work relationships, or a total stranger, someone you don't even know and will never know. These are things that are very, very important. It's, you know, if you're not doing this, it's time for a personal wake-up call. And I don't mean just being a nice person, okay? We can all, I, I hope that we all wear that badge of honor. I am a nice person. I, I do. Well, at least most of us, okay? I think all of us have that quality deep down inside that we do. We want to be helpful and we want to be good and we want to be nice. It just turns out funky for some people. Think about how you're contributing to humanity, and if you get caught up in excuses like, oh, gosh, I don't have that kind of time. I have enough of my own problems or I don't have any skills. I don't have any money. Then it's really, really time to, to as I said, this is time for a wake-up call. Take the focus off of yourself. This is when wonderful things happen. Okay, so volunteering is an incredible thing to do, and you don't need any skills to volunteer. It can mean picking up trash along the riverbanks or the highways, okay? You don't have to have any specific skills. In fact, I have looked up and down for opportunities to volunteer using my skills, and I can't find them, okay? So I volunteer in very different ways, um, and it's important. It does. It's Here's what it does for, for a lot of people to in addition to the things that I, I spoke about above is when you can take that 
focus off of you. When you're feeling down, when you're feeling scared, frightened, depressed, take the focus off of yourself by volunteering, by doing nice things for other people, by listening compassionately to someone, really listening, not advising, but really listening. Um, and guys out there, you know what? It, it, I know you want to fix things, okay? Women don't always want you to fix things. Sometimes they just want you to listen. Don't even offer solutions. Just let them know that I'm listening, okay, that you're listening. Listen to somebody who needs an ear. Do something to take that that focus off of yourself, and you will walk away feeling less pain, less fear, less depression, less anxiety. It's a wonder cure, okay? Take the focus off of yourself, and that's when just amazing, amazing things happen. So make a list of things that you currently do and that you can do. So for me, you know, I take my skills into my friendships, into my other relationships in a very different way, but I am an amazing listener and I have a ton of compassion. And so what I find is even strangers come up to me and start talking to me and I don't dismiss them as kooky. I listen to them. I give them some of my time. I guard my time. I'm careful about it, but I do give them what I can and I try to make a difference. I volunteer. Here, I um, I help people. I hope I help people, you know, by doing this podcast and writing my columns. And I know that I really help people in my coaching. I contribute to my favorite causes, and you know, it it all just feels good. And I know that I'm I'm giving back to mankind. So think about your determination to get things done, to achieve goal after goal. This type of focus comes comes from a perceived deficit focused on what you don't have and are trying to obtain. Huffington eloquently reminds us of the power of giving back and I'm here to remind you too. When you give up, you will tap when you give back, you will tap into your sense of abundance and overflow instead of lack. Okay? You're tapping into something very important within you instead of coming from a place of lack. I hope that you've enjoyed today's show and that maybe there was a little bit of a wake-up call in you and for you in one of these parts of the topic. And I'd love to hear from you. Let me know. Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. We will be back same time, same place next week on the fabulous TogiNet Radio. And I look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget to check out Inc. Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. Have an amazing day and amazing week ahead. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you